0: Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Kennedy, and I'm here to help you become the very best version of yourself. What is up, guys? Welcome to this week's episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast, where I'm going to be sharing with you my three training hacks or training tips that you can start implementing as of today to make sure that you're not leaving any results on the table. Um, For those that are committed to being in the gym multiple times per week, that are getting outside of their comfort zone to try and better themselves through health and fitness, then you want to make sure you're getting reward for your efforts and you're not leaving results on the table by just not having the knowledge or or not focusing on the right things. Okay, so programming in itself is, is a big topic that we could touch on and there's far more to the story than just these three hacks today, but... These three things, if you can implement them, I promise you it'll change not only the way you train, but it'll change the ease of your results, the effectiveness of your workout. So as I said, if you're committing to that time and you're staying accountable toward yourself to being in the gym, then you may as well make the most out of it while you're there. All right, so we'll get stuck into these these three As I said, I've called them training hacks, but in the end of the day, it's just things that I've picked up along the way um, that have helped me and and I can guarantee it will help you as well. So the first one is the amount of times you are targeting each muscle group per week. So regardless of whether your goal is muscle growth, whether it's energy expenditure for, for fat loss, whether it's performance, you know, training performance, athletic performance, or just general health and well-being, in my opinion, everyone should be aiming to target each muscle group at least twice per week. So when I first started out in the health and fitness industry, not even as in me working, just me training, and I think a lot of people listening would probably have done the same thing: is I would stick to the typical bro split, as it's referred to. All right, so I would train each muscle group once per week. And I know a lot of you listening are probably doing it now. So, you know, it might be chest on a Monday with International Chest Day, obviously. Um, you know, it might be legs one day, shoulders another, arms, back, and then that'd be my training week. And this is what I'd kind of seen in the magazines and all that type of shit as well. But in the end of the day, it's not the most effective way to train, in my opinion. So the reason why a lot of people do this or or the theory behind it, I guess, is that if you're training hard enough in that session, then, then it's going to take you a long time to recover so that by the time you train it again, you're fresh and you go again. But here's the thing. It doesn't take a full week for a muscle group to recover. Okay, it takes roughly anywhere between kind of, in my opinion, 48 to 72 hours around there. Um, but, and, and sometimes it's a lot less depending on how much volume you've done and, and whatnot. But the main thing I'm trying to get across here is that you don't need to be waiting a full week in between training sessions because you are leaving a lot of results on the table. So, if I ask you now which... which uh, Which one of these options would give you better results? You tell me the answer, what what pops into your mind. I'm not even going to hear your answer. So tell yourself and I'll just imagine I heard it, I guess. Um, But you can either train, let's say legs. You want to build up your legs. You want to get stronger, build more lean muscle tissue. You train them either 52 times per year or 104 times per year. And it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out which one's probably going to provide more results, all right? So the more frequency, the more times you've trained that muscle group, obviously the better results you're going to see but also you're going to improve your actual skill because strength training is a skill. It takes practice and the more times you are practicing it correctly, the easier it's going to get, the more natural it's going to feel to you, the better the motor patterns are going to get in terms of movements in things like squats and, and deadlifts and uh, any and bench pressing and all this type of stuff. So you can practice that skill more frequently. Your results will improve because your effectiveness in those the reps so that the quality of your training is going to improve and increase as you go along, meaning that results are going to be a lot better. So if we're targeting each muscle group twice per week over the span of a year, as I said, that's 104 times per year, giving yourself literally double the amount of work, double the amount of chance of seeing improvement on that muscle group or in that movement or area and whatnot. So for the, I'll just give you a rough idea of how that may look. Um, in terms of how you would split your training week. Because I know not everyone can get to the gym, you know, five, six times per week. All right. So if you're training twice a week, you're going to obviously be doing two full body sessions to try and target each muscle group twice a week. If you're training three times a week, it might look something like an upper body, a lower body and a full body session. If you're training four times a week, it might be upper body, lower body, then upper body, lower body again. Um, You know, you may choose to split that up however you like. Uh, five times a week, you know, one of my favorite training splits for the five times a week is an upper body session, which is predominantly, uh, aimed towards building strength. So lower rep ranges, higher intensity, uh, lower body strength, and then I would go upper body push. So chest, tries, and shoulders, lower body again, which is a bit more high volume, most likely and then upper body pull, which is back, bias, rear delts. So over the span of that week, I've targeted each muscle group twice per week. Now, for six days a week, um, you, know, you could do your push-pull leg split twice. So push-pull legs and then push-pull legs again. You have that one rest day per week. Um, and that's obviously if you're training at a, quite a high frequency. Now, keep in mind that as the frequency goes up, you need to look at your volume. So if you're at the moment, say, for example, you are following the, the split where you're training each muscle group once per week, you're most likely trying to go into that session and just obliterate the, the, the muscle that you're trying to work. So let's say it's chest, you go in, you do a shitload of chest exercises, shitload of reps, and then then you wait until the following week. But here's the thing. So if you're doing chest twice a week or you're training your chest twice a week, the quality is going to be a lot higher because you can spread it across the two sessions. Now, in total, your volume is probably going to be a lot more, it's still going to be more than what it would have been if you just did one big session on chest. But the quality is going to be better. The volume, the amount of load you're lifting, is going to be more over the span of the week. Because if I'm doing one chest session, I'm just absolutely smashing it. As many, you know, all these different exercises, all these different rep ranges. As the session goes on and my chest starts fatigue, then obviously the quality is going to drop off. I'm not going to be able to lift as heavy towards the end. I'm going to be that fatigued that the reps, you know, the 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 quality of each rep may not be as good. So the session, the performance in that session deteriorates as the session goes on. So we want to try and avoid that by training more frequently, allowing us to lift heavier loads over the span of a week, seeing more volume and then in turn more results. And obviously, the nutrition side of things comes into play in terms of how you're um, setting up your your calorie intake, depending on what your body composition goal is, whether it's fat loss, muscle growth, um, whatever it may be. So that's th- that's the first hack I would mention here. The next one is training quality and and the intent or the lifting cues on each rep. So you want to start to think about you want to start to think about quality over quantity. And I've mentioned this a million times before. Um, and just before we go on, guys, of course, any time I I decide to record a podcast. Um, what have we got? The next door neighbors decided to to start vacuuming and now Russ, of course, hasn't touched any of his toys all day, but he wants to play with all of them at the exact time that I'm recording this, which is fantastic. So if you've got a bit of background noise and a few backup vocals, that's what it is. Um, okay. So the second one, as I said, quality over quantity. So when you go into the gym this coming week, I want you to all start to think about getting the absolute most out of every single rep. All right, so you want to lift with intent and purpose, thinking of the cues that you are trying to, to follow in every single lift. So we'll use the example of a squat. On a squat, every single rep, I'm thinking bracing my core. I'm breaking from the hips first. So I'm thinking hips back, driving my knees out, and then I'm trying to spread the floor on the way up, always finishing in full extension with my glutes can fully contracted. And I'm thinking of that every single time I do a rep of a squat. Because far too many people come in and, and let's say they're working on a working set of 10 reps. They smash out the first eight as quickly as possible, then the last two, they really try and they really put in a lot of effort and then they finish a the set and then they think that's enough, but it, it really isn't. So if you're in there and you're just rushing through your workout, you're not putting any thought to any of the reps, there's no mind muscle connection, then you can't expect to improve that quickly over time. Now, what you'll find as well by increasing or improving the quality of your of your actual reps you'll recruit more muscle fibers so you'll start to expend more energy you'll start to build more strength the mind muscle connection will be there which leads to higher energy expenditure so you'll actually expend more calories in your workouts by just focusing on the quality of your reps now that may mean that you need to drop the weight down a little bit and you know leave the ego at the door when you walk into the gym but that's okay all right so starting to think about the cues on every single rep lifting with intent and purpose like i said and that includes your warm-up sets so you know you're warming up with lightweight and a lot of people just go through the motions but maybe it's really focusing on what you want to think of when you're lifting the heavier weight so i always tell clients that regardless of whether it's a warm-up set or whether it's their working set they should lift the same so if I'm doing a warm-up set of a bench press, I want to lift that warm-up weight as if it's the heaviest weight I've ever lifted so that by the time I do have a heavy load on the bar, my central nervous system is primed and ready to go to, to, to lift the heavier weight and I'm recruiting more muscle fibers which will result in, in better performance, lifting more load, expending more energy and better mind-muscle connection which hopefully over time will make it a lot easier to build that lean muscle tissue um, and as I said, see results over time. So the third one uh, that I wanted to to mention here um, is rest periods, all right? So far too many people either rest for way too long or nowhere near enough, all right? So... Far too long, you know, scrolling through social media, we're all guilty of it, blah, 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 talking to a mate or just fucking around, I don't really know. But people seem to take a very long time between exercise, particularly when there's no focus. Like I said before, there's no intent, there's no purpose. You're not, you're not in there trying to train for, for, for performance. You're in there to tick the session off the list. <laughs> but that, do- Mate, what are you doing? Hop out, buddy. Out, go on, get out, go out there. Cheers. Um, but not, not lifting with any intent or purpose and there's no focus there. So you can't be, you know, I, I think I posted this on social media last week. You can't be disappointed with the results that you don't see from the work that you didn't put in. Okay, so people just assume that turning up to the gym is enough, but it's just not, right? It, it, yes, it's an achievement and it's a, it's a win that you are at the gym and you're committed and, and you're making the effort to be there, but the work is not done yet. The work hasn't started. You've got to get in there and actually put in the work to give your body a reason to change. You need to be doing something outside of your comfort zone, something that your body needs to adapt to to see change over time. So, And then the other side of that or the end, other end of the spectrum is not resting anywhere near enough. So typically those that, that get in the gym that come from more of a cardio background or group fitness style training don't rest anywhere near enough. So the problem with that is that it's very hard to overload over time. So you're not going to see much improvement in terms of strength, which makes it hard to build that muscle mass because if we're not resting long enough between sets, then we're not recovering enough. So as the session goes on, we, we see diminishing returns and our performance drops off. We're not able to lift the same loads. We're not able to achieve the results we want to achieve and over- progressively overload like we should be because we're not resting enough. So, a little bit of a guideline when it comes to rest periods, and this is just a very rough guideline, something that I like to kind of follow, I guess. When you're lifting in a heavy rep range with a big movement such as a deadlift or a squat or bench press, let's say anywhere between one and five reps, in my opinion, you should be resting three minutes plus, two to three minutes plus. Until you feel like you're ready to go again, remember a lot of the time it's not just the muscles but it's the central nervous system that needs to improve as well. Um, So if you are not resting long enough, then you can't be surprised that the next set is not going to be anywhere near as good. For rep ranges, let's say between 5 and 8, so still quite a heavy load, lower rep range. I like to rest anywhere between a minute and a half up to the 2 to 3 minute mark, depending again what type of exercise it is. Reps between eight and twelve. We're starting to reduce that rest time a bit now, as the volume's a bit higher and the weight, you know, the intensity is a little lower. Um, so let's say between a minute to two minutes between eight and twelve reps. Anything twelve reps and above. In my opinion, it should be you know anywhere between thirty to forty-five seconds, up to about a minute, maximum of a minute and a half. But as you're starting to train the smaller muscle groups and you're going higher volume, lower loads, then you can afford to to rest a lot less. And also, you know, the, the goal at that point in time in the workout is most likely more towards you know getting more metabolic work in anyway, maybe lactate threshold type stuff. So that's when the rest periods are a bit shorter, and that's that's on purpose. But if every single exercise you're doing, you're not resting anywhere near enough, then you are going to find it very, very, very difficult to overload over time, which is essential to see results. So they're the three three things I, I think you should, everyone should be focusing on that a lot of people probably aren't. So if that's you, then I'd love for you to start implementing that this week or as of when you hear this this episode and, and give me some feedback, you know, whether or not you share this episode on your Instagram story, whether you reach out via email, danny at dannykennedyfitness.com and let me know your thoughts or if there's anything else you find super beneficial as well. Um, obviously, there's a bunch of things that, that we can add into this in terms of what's going to improve your training, but these are three things that I think a lot of people probably don't put enough attention and focus on, which will make a, a dramatic difference to your results in your training. So... Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. Um, I hope you've enjoyed the content and you've you've found some value from it. Um, we have so much incredible content coming up in the coming months. And I'm really excited for it. But I've also been loving recording these solo episodes. So again, always appreciate feedback, good or bad. Um, and I really do appreciate you tuning in. If you haven't subscribed already, make sure you hit the subscribe button and leave a rating and a review on iTunes if you could. Um, I hope you're having a fantastic day. And again, hopefully you've taken some value away from this episode.